0: Hello friends, I'm your host, Chris Thrul. I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured, for better and sometimes worse, across 80 countries on all seven continents. Welcome to the Port The T-Shirt Podcast. Danny, how are you you, brother?
1: I'm good man, I'm good. How are you?
0: (laughs) Yes, Wanted Good to, to see you. Yeah, I wanted to thank you for coming on the podcast. It was a great success. I think it's uh, opened a lot of people's eyes up. But in our podcast, Denny, we talked more about life in general, uh, very valuable. Today, I wondered if I could discuss the commando tests, the Royal Marines commando tests with you, because it's it's kind of the um the crux of Royal marines training and i'm sure there's a lot of our young men also young women uh i sound yeah, like yeah. i think
1: that's these days it's gonna opened up to young women i think hasn't it
0: yeah i try not to sound like david brent <laughs> and of course young women are welcome
1: <laughs> i think it's awesome man I yeah know, that's not everyone's opinion but uh not a bad effort if you can do well, that.
0: Well, it's changing times, isn't it? And, and, and
1: yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I hope oh, by the way, I don't know if you know, I was on Lent. I broke Lent because of the coronavirus. I'm having a rum and coke. So cheers. Okay, that's uh, it's late on in me. But,
0: I gather you did quite well. You laid off the booze for a couple of
1: weeks, wasn't it? Or no, it was a month. Actually, it was a month. We decided wow. yesterday, like, okay, look, Songkran's been cancelled. Easter's kind of been cancelled. There's a massive crisis going on in the world. I just wanted to sit down, contemplate what was going on, and have a rum. And um, that's what we did last night. And uh, Lisa just finished work there, and she just handed me a rum. And it's like, okay, that was beautiful. But uh, I broke the habit of drinking, for sure. I think that was the biggest thing for me. And uh, I definitely broke the habit. I, don't want, I didn't have a hangover this morning because I didn't drink too much. But, um, yeah, it was nice to have a drink last night and wake up and not hangover. Mm. And that was good. I enjoyed that time off the drink. It was really good. It made, made me very much more productive. And I certainly won't go into habitual drinking until I'm drunk every night, which I've been doing for a few years, to be honest. Yeah.
0: So, Denny, sorry, there's loads I could talk to you about. Loads and loads. But Commando I'm con- tests.
1: I'm <laughs> conscious that we need so
0: to work commando tests. So what did they mean to you? And at what point in training did they become an issue? I'm, and what i mean by that when you're in induction or foundation as it's called now in that first two weeks you're not even freaking thinking about command and tests <laughs> are you you're thinking about doing your ironing and you, 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 i didn't even think about what was happening tomorrow i think i was very much in the moment
1: i think that's the great thing about it isn't it you you don't have a plan for tomorrow you have a plan for what you have to do right now so that you don't get in trouble tomorrow <laughs> or you get you get through training but um I don't know I was I was 16 when I joined so I was like 17 fit as a fiddle you know but when I was when I joined in, in, in induction and I remember you know being allocated your bed and all your equipment and then down the stores and getting your boots I, I I was just so happy you know like I had these commando boots these big fucking leather boots and they were mine and uh and, and wearing the, the uniform and even though the berry wasn't the, what the color i wanted but you know learning how to shape it and walking around i loved it i was i felt proud of this punch man i was i was keen and 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 i'd learned how to um i and my mum and dad would except my mum would be uh giving us that sort of lesson in sewing i could already sew when i joined the course so i don't know I, My was I, a, t- a seamstress so it was easy, easy i looked at all sort of that stuff,
0: stuff Danny. Luck. Like- lying on the counter in the stores they hand it over to you they look at your size and they know immediately what what you need right yeah i'm looking at
1: your feet size
0: Yeah, i'm looking at the denim trousers these clunky old (laughs) boots that haven't been worn in you know these start these crit these hairy shirt and i just (laughs) thought well that's a load of fucking shit where's my gun <laughs> where's like the exciting stuff that i can go camping with and kill you know kill wolves and stuff
1: <laughs> it's so, funny you know i never really i never really had a fascination for guns man it was like guns were you they were, they were i never yeah it was new to me guns i wasn't part of the cadets or anything like that i'd never experienced a gun before so um, maybe i had a, a, a it, a two-two air rifle, I think, when I was a kid, but it wasn't mine. And I end up, actually, the truth is, I end up shooting a guy right in the fucking, right in the head, right there. I didn't realise it was loaded, and his name was Paul Heffernan. He forgave me, but I don't think his mum and dad did. They were, they were pretty pissed off. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, uh, go, going back to what I'm, I'm trying, just conscious of wandering off track, because I've got air rifle stories. I shot yeah, my sure, brother. Sure, yeah. we, have rule, <laughs> we have a rule in this house. My little boy he's not allowed to point any weapon at anyone even if it's a plastic toy and the reason well, I I'll say learn. that is when you become an adult and you use real weapons
1: that should be second nature if you're going to have a weapon
0: happened any don't they you yeah. know yeah, accidents well happen doing, mate. Yeah. I, yeah I saw quite a few negligent discharges in the Marines oh
1: me too and, yeah. uh, not in the Marines I never, I never really came across too many Marines um, out in Iraq for five years I saw a lot of um, negligent discharges um, and thankfully, you know, some most of them or some of them were in the in the in the in the allocated area with sand barrels and stuff like that. But um, I know a couple of Iraqi guys shot the leg, one in the leg on the, the femur, and one in the on literally shot himself in the foot because he didn't want to get out and, and unload his weapon. He did it secretly, like below, you know, and. Poof. Shot himself in the foot. So yeah, weapon safety is the most important thing that you'll ever learn. I didn't know any of that until I joined the Marines. <laughs> Looking back in hindsight and going, Well, good uh, information. I wish I had that information when I picked up my mates to pretend to shoot him in the head, aim for it, pull the trigger, unaware that it was it was cocked and ready to go shot him right in the head across his pillow table.
0: So going back to what we okay, said, when did when did you first think about the commando test? Was it like when they just like next week?
1: Well, it comes in a process, doesn't it? I think that's the great thing I think about um, military, uh, the Royal Marines training. I can't comment on military training because I wasn't part of anyone other than the Marines military training. And I think, you know, it's a a great system of periodization, right? So what happens is you, you have a bunch of weirdos all turn up with the one goal to get to the end of this course. And through the period of time, they, they, they bring you all as one and and then you have the same information, you have the same education, you have you have the same workout routines, you have the same opportunity to food. So everything's easy, right, in that regard. And all you have to do is perform. And we're like athletes, right? So it's like a training camp for nine months. But it's not a training camp for nine months. It's training camps. It finishes your 15-week pass out, but that's broken down into... I think, four sections, isn't it? You know, So you've got your induction phase into your twosome phase, and then you've got the next phase to the next phase and the next phase into the next phase. And by the time you get ready for the commando, test your body, your mind, everything should be in peak order to perform that task at the end, much the same as a boxer getting to a 12-round fight. We've got to make sure his three-month training camp, or if you only get him for six weeks, we've got to make sure that his fitness at that level is on that day. Are on that you know a couple of days or certainly it's a week isn't it for marine commando tests isn't it is it over a week period yeah so you should repeat and that's the great thing about the PTIs you know the PTIs and this the system of training I'm a PT right so I've been in gyms pretty much ever since I've been out in the marines other than my five years in Iraq and basically I, I look back to the the periodization the, the planning the organization the strengthening of the raw marines training um back then in 1989 and it was, it, it was second to none I know it's got better you've learned more as the science of the body and body movement and all that sort of stuff um gets more but um jenny i'm yeah. just i'm just gonna say you're fading in and out i don't know if it's because you're moving away from the mic it might be but i've also got a, a bit of construction going i can hear someone banging in the background so they might be taking a bit of uh the noise from that
0: yeah that's that is good it's good now is that
1: better all right cool we'll leave it at that i'll speak to you
0: yeah so i think um Yeah, what you said is very valid. You build up to everything in Marines training, don't you? So none of it comes as a big shot, but it does come as a challenge.
1: That's right. That's right. It's not easy. Our
0: commando test went something like, um, something like, don't quote me on this, guys, but it was like, it was Thursday we did the assault, Tarzan assault course. Friday, we did the endurance course. Saturday, we did the nine-mile speed march. Sunday, we had off, so we could travel down to Oakhampton. And on the Monday, okay. we did the thirty-miler across Dartmoor. And I'm pleased to say, I passed them all first time. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm not pleased to say I did not find them easy at all. In fact, I hadn't actually passed the endurance course. I think we had four tries at it, including the pass out. And those three, or it might've been two, I failed miserably. In fact, one of them, I just walked back to camp. I was so exhausted. Yeah, right. So let's take that from the first one then. So the, Tarzan assault course. Were you a? I mean, we were all quite nimble, weren't we? But but climbing came easier. Think, to some people.
1: I think you're you're absolutely right. It's all very very. And I'm I apologise for the guys in the background. It's uh, it's four o'clock in the afternoon here, and uh, they come to work because it's not so hot. But um, the Tarzan assault course. You know, they, by the time you get to the end of training. I think it's a month before you finish and get your two weeks before you finish. Isn't it like is it in the last month of training? So you've been training for eight months. Your body's shattered. I was sixteen, going on. I was seventeen at the end. So when I would get onto the the you know the, the ropes, we pull over on both legs. My shin splints were just so so. I, I don't know if those shin splints, but the pain in my legs at the time was so so painful that the whole run through it, you know, from jumping off. And catching the, the the net and then going on that run I was numb you know honestly the pain I was in going through it, I just knew I'd learn by that time to be able to move my legs breathe move my body in a way that was kind of unconscious I'm sure you know what I'm talking about you know like there's just there's just an element of your energy can go as long as you don't um, lose focus I suppose if you do, just keep breathing keep pumping keep doing your legs keep that energy going and drive and breathe it was a i was only 17 so it was a real hard effort and i found every bit of it as challenge in the, the end climbing that rope Did i didn't you, think for one second i'd get to it but i knew i would get to it but i was it was almost an impossible feat at the end
0: I we think. had one
1: guy um
0: bottle it i suppose is the yeah. word on the <laughs> on the death slide which is quite funny because I've probably got more of a fear height heights now, now I'm old and broken, than I ever did when I was young. I didn't, I didn't have a fear of heights when I was young. I think it's something to do with all the drugs I've taken over the years. But, um, Maybe it is.
1: Maybe we, it is. Or, yeah, we, or, 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 or we just become wiser. We've fallen over too many times. We've hit the ground too many times. We've had consequences, which has given us this life experience to go, hold on a minute, do that for that. For what reason? the risk doesn't mean nah, nah I'm not going to do that for me to, to to keep my body able to hold the pads for the guys and spar with the pads for the guys I've got to look after my body and my mind uh, much the same as they athletes you know so I like to be able to do 10 rounds with these guys bringing them on especially the guys who have not fought before like do 10-15 rounds on a Saturday right so it's, it's nice to be fit but uh,
0: so did you have yeah, anyone bottle it on bottle it on the death slide
1: I can't remember, mate. I can't remember anyone anyway, on it. I can't remember. Okay. To be honest with you, until you said, let's talk about the Commando course, it was uh, again, it's been years and years and years since I put my mind into the thoughts. And he said that half an hour ago, here we are. And I'm like, I don't think and remember these things as well. Yeah. I missed the last reunion the lads had um, recently, which was very 30 year reunion since we passed out. So we're talking literally just 30 odd years, 30 yeah. years ago.
0: We had ours, we, do. we all went Excuse to Limston, and some of the lads were lucky they got to climb the ropes. But when I went to climb them, one of our lads is still a major, right? So we, jo- right? We, we joined as recruits. Two of our boys are now majors and still serving, which yeah, I yes. find un- it? unbelievable. I mean, big respect to them, but I kind of can't help thinking. Oh my god, guys, there's so much life.
1: You know. Yeah, okay. but you know, but you know, but you know what, man, that was a decision we all had to make, right? So when you look at the career and the core that these guys have done, you know, and, and they've raised their families well we're in the core, the core is the stability, they've got their pension, they've got all these different things that their life experience meant that they needed that order and, and to do so. And it's, that, it's those guys we fall back on when we need them. You know, if it wasn't for those lifelong, dedicated people who were able to do that, then we, hadn't, we wouldn't have a foundation to go from. So, yeah, you're right, credit to them. And yeah. also credit to the police force and the, the fire brigade and the nurses and the doctors who put their careers into the same thing so that, you know, when we get a chance to see them once every 20 years, the, the knowledge of their careers is is what helps us get through it, you know. Mm. So yeah, credit to them, but uh, it wasn't for me, man, and it's, it clearly wasn't for you. But because of them and the ones like them who were in our generation, gave us what we have, and still here we are, thirty years later, still talking about that experience we had.
0: Yeah, you can, you can, you know, you can get a good life out of the forces if that if it's your thing, and you, and also, you can really make it work for you in. In terms of all you've got to do is get an adventure sport that you love, and the the Marines will just let you go and do it whenever, you know, pretty much full 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 time. So I found the Tarzan assault. So you do you start off on the death slide. You do the high ropes course, which goes through 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 a forest. And then you come off the high ropes Tarzan course, and you run, basically run, go to the start of the the assault course, It'd run the position. assault course, do a half regain on the ropes, come back through the tunnels, um, and then the last thing is you climb this thirty foot thirty foot wall. And I didn't have any problem with it; the half regain was easy, but I found it ball bagging really.
1: Oh, I would say that was the hardest one for me, man.
0: You blow, don't you? You really, it's not, you're not physically drained. You're just blowing really hard.
1: Every muscle, every muscle that you've been using, all your cardio systems shattered, you know, like from the minute you start, you know, as soon as you start, your adrenaline's pumping. By the time you get to that run down at the bottom field there and then make your way back up, you know, you spent 15 weeks on the bottom field getting used to this stuff. It should be easy. And it was easy, you know, like in, in comparison to what you'd started out. Like, but by the time you get to the end and you start on this, you know, like that thirty-foot wall at the end, man, that's a dangerous thing to do, you know. Because as you're going up, and you're shaking and you're pulling up, you're still going to fall thirty feet if you if you if you let go. There's yeah. no there's no uh, there's no water at the bottom of that, you know. So yeah, I've got I loved it.
0: I've got a photo of one of our lads, uh, Fraser, I think his name was. He's climbing that wall, passing his commando test, getting his green berry. He's got pneumonia and none of us realized it. Wow. He had to pass, do the pass out parade in his wheelchair.
1: <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> it's done. Well, what's that say about the character of that guy? Yeah. That's like coronavirus 19, man. It's like you've got, you've got coronavirus and you, you keep going. That's brilliant.
0: Yes. So, that was that for, for our young friends listening. In case you're wondering, the, the thing that people found the hardest was some people really struggled to get over the six foot wall. And it was nothing to do with height because I was one of the small, I was probably the smallest guy in my troop and I'd get over it easy. It was that a lot of people lacked upper body strength mm. or they seem to. They'd struggle with the ropes, but I, I don't want to talk about the ropes. That's a different part of training um and they (laughs) struggle with the re the half regain but not as much as the full regain so the half regain is you're lying on the rope you fall under it and then you just get your leg back over and swing back on whereas the full regain you're actually hanging down like this and then you've got to get up get your leg over the rope and climb back on a rope it seems impossible but um, again,
1: works in your favor. Yeah.
0: yeah, I won't go too much down there because that's more part of your battle fitness tests. In the um, beginning, yeah. Pass out, which is your middle phase of training. So let's talk about my nemesis, the endurance course. I'll just give you my little take on it. I ran it just like everything in training. I assumed I was going to pass it, Denny, because I passed everything. Yeah, you know, yeah, I didn't. I just didn't passed think everything.
1: Was going
0: to fail. I'm not being big-headed. Physi- All just... the
1: physical stuff, I knew was easy. Yeah,
0: mm. I'm not trying to be big-headed. It's just it didn't occur to me I might fail something. So long as I just did what the next guy did, and then when we did the endurance course, ah, my theory floundered because right from the start they pair you up in threes. It was. We did it in February, so we had to break the ice on the um, (laughs) Peter's Pool just to wade through it, right? You're wading through up to there. It's obviously a lot deeper because it's raining more in the winter. And you have to stay together in your three until you get to the Smarty. Is it the Sheep Dip or the Smarty Tube? I'm not sure what they they call them these days. they dip just done them out as well. They look good. Yeah, the I'm, sheep not, I'm not dip, sure. I think it was the sheep dip where they push you through these underwater culverts to so underwater tunnels.
1: How did you, you start... find that, Chris?
0: Oh, I, I had no fear. I I, I don't have fear, Danny. So, um, again, no, that I'm not, was, I'm I
1: not... thought that... That that of the, of the of the obviously the endurance course you start off wet because of that isn't it you know that's the, the first thing you do right is put your fully immerse your body in freezing cold water now you hold on a minute you said you did it in the freezing but that would have meant you started doing it in the sunny no no the way the way the way the system you've done the whole thing in winter
0: I'm just gonna finish my point now
1: because I, I did sound a oh, bit on. of a dickhead
0: what <laughs> what I didn't mean like I'm special and I've got no fear because I'm tough what I mean is I don't go there. I don't think about the fear. I don't let it enter my head. I look at that tunnel. It's underwater. It's zero degrees out. It's it's one degree, so it's just above freezing. The lads shove me in. I, I'm not thinking anything. My mind is blank, Danny, other than yeah. get in there. And
1: that's- that's that's a good thing, Chris, and that's, that's what the Marines are looking for. And that's what the Corps is looking for, people yeah. that can take the information and, and and do what has been told because it's been proven it works, right? So don't ask questions, just get it done. So when you get to that water, you've got to trust that your mate's going to throw you up further enough so that the guy can reach you and he's going to pull you out, right? Once you know that system in there for guys like us, because we all became commandos, you know, we that should be no problem. But I was watching something on YouTube a couple of years ago And there was lots of civilians doing it. And some some people just can't get their head around, getting their head under the water and going into a tube Mm. with the potential of not coming out the other side, which even when the potential is taken away by a bunch of Marines saying, we do this for a living. So, yeah, some people have that fear. But I suppose in training, um, these sort of guys are are, are whittled out because you can't have that fear of of being in closed up areas like that. You know, if you're going to be living and working on a commando basis, it's good. Good, good, good mental training, you know, like to go through those tunnels. It was sore, wasn't it? In the old days, I think they've done them out nice now. And now. But you know, it'd be sore on your knees. It was horrible. The water would be high, and yeah, you, you could—you it was—you could feel the panic inside yourself. But you still got on with it. That, That's—I suppose what you're saying, right? Fear doesn't let you stop you doing things. Fear makes you drive drive forward more. I thought I hope that's what most marines are all about. You know, there's fear. Let's walk by. You know, let's find out more about it do you think
0: yeah oh definitely I mean I'm also a bit like I just wouldn't show fear anyway even if I had it Danny you know I'm the same when I'm when I'm when I was skydiving it's like I'll make sure I'm the first person out so I'm set the example to everyone else this is how you do it so when I did my parachute course in the marines and I'm doing that with the paras right so what we call no no disrespect, but they they're referred to as baby paras. They've got their berries, but they haven't done the jumps course yet. If oh, I'm yeah. in a balloon, if I'm in a balloon with four paras, I'm the first one out because I'm a Royal Marine. That's just that's just how it is, right? Um, probably a para doing a podcast now, saying exactly the same thing. And I and I, <laughs> I, I
1: I'm sure I'm it. sure there's a kind of kind counter own a debate to this for yeah. sure. <laughs>
0: but I'm like, I'm not showing face. So when I was in that balloon, I just turned around and went, he said, number one to the door. And I stood in the door. He said, arms your reserve. Go. And I went, I'll see you guys on the ground. <laughs> Geronimo! <laughs> I broke all the rules. You're not allowed to say anything other than 1,000, 2,000, 3,000. But just, just to show that I wasn't scared. Even though you know you were obviously a bit scared, I mean, I'm not you're, you're,
1: well, that would be an argument with a psychologist to say, Well, it was because you were scared that you made that funny goose,
0: yeah, yeah, oh, of course, <laughs> oh, yeah, pos- quite possibly, but no, it was just me, yeah. show, just me showing off, really.
1: showing off, of course.
0: <laughs> so, I think yes, no, so,
1: I've not shown off for years.
0: You stay in your three until the, till the sheep dip because you need three of you. As soon as we got through that obstacle my two guys were off and I knew immediately I just was not as strong as them Denny you know or, or I was in the wrong mental place because the way, when when we did our first run through as soon as they ran off I just started walking I thought I just thought I can't do this I can't I just thought maybe maybe the Marines is not for me then, you know? Maybe yeah, that is... was
1: your breaking point, maybe. That was the one that challenged you most. Huh? Well,
0: let I don't want to say breaking point because obviously this is just the, um, the dry run-through. But yes, it, it was my nemesis. It was the point in training that, you know, everyone is going to find one part of training hard, aren't they? Some people find several, but everyone you finds can't...
1: at least... You, know, you can't, you can't, you can't tell me there's someone out there in the Royal Marines who went through training who didn't find the majority of it hard. It, it wasn't easy. There was, there's some points. some points through training, you're thinking to yourself, "What the fuck would I want to be around people who think like this?" For <laughs> these guys are lunatics, but you know they're cool lunatics you know and you can tell that when you're meeting someone you look in their eyes and, and you can hear them talking to you there's something about it you're looking at a person who has a knowledge that you're, int- you're intrigued with and if they can deliver it well which most instructors that I have known can deliver it well you're you becoming it's like a dreamlike state you know you are just yeah. given up to it and going what is it I need to know because this could save my life so yeah I can understand I can understand why like, people would say I'm not doing it and I have had enough. Definitely, because why would you want to be in a, a position where you were the one who you've got nothing? You're in a fucking tunnel. <laughs> the enemy's looking for you. and You better shut up. Who would want to be that person? Not mm-hmm. many people, man. Do you know what I mean? And that's the reality of what commando training is, isn't it? It's to teach your mind to to be okay in isolation. As well, just as under, want, I'm
0: um, just going to fast forward, because I'm conscious of the time here. Um, for me when we did the actual commander test, the actual endurance course, I still hadn't passed it. I still did exactly the same thing. I was slow on the course through the tunnel. I mean, through the tunnels, I was the same as everyone else probably, but it was the running. So
1: what was holding you, what was holding you back, Chris?
0: The running, running, being soaking uh-huh. wet. Uh-huh. You know, all your kit makes you weigh. You feel like you weigh double, don't you?
1: Is that why you do now what you do? Is this it all, comes, it all comes from that fuck, I got to get good at this thing that I'm not very good at. I'll run long distances wet and cold with weight in my back.
0: Oh, it's probably definitely a factor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, yeah. Yeah. I can hear it. I can hear it as you're telling me the story.
0: Um, it, it might be a factor. Yeah. I mean, it's all everything. Everything's in the cake, isn't it? You know,
1: yeah, but, you um, I, came,
0: I came off the course and I, I looked at my watch. I was the slowest I had been. I was just the slowest I had ever been, and a guy f- flew past me, and he was the slowest guy in the troop. Generally, he was also a guy that he—it he was a bit of a knob. I don't like talking badly about people, but he just was a bit of a knob. And the Let's fact just
1: say he was the... a knob—a knob at that time of his
0: life. At that time of his life. It, it wasn't his fault. I guess we're all knobs to some people, right? You know? Yeah, we are. I guess it's we are. It, it, it wasn't, it was just at the time he came across a bit kind of snooty. Yeah. Anyway, that's irrelevant. He flew past me and he went, come on, Fro. And it was just the fact that I had the slowest guy in the troop geeing me up. It woke me up, Danny. And I looked at my watch.
1: Makes a big difference there.
0: I had to run to get back to camp in all that kit eight minute miles right that is going some most people can't run eight minute miles in PE kit when i go running now i I, I run between 10 and 12 minute miles i just like to go out and enjoy myself right yeah yeah. i had to do eight minute miles back to camp and all i did was start putting one foot in front of the other and in my head i was not going to stop and i built into a rhythm and that just
1: fired me on. Did yeah, man, that's it? what I was saying before, right? That's, the, that's one of the secret intelligences that you're learning in that personal moment that you've got. To, and you learn that, you know, are we, you were 18 when you did training, was that right? And I was like 16, 17 or something like that, right? So we learned that at a really early age that this, this, this ability for the human body and human mind to merge together and still be able to do it. Like you're saying you know i learned that running out running once you know running for a marathon training for a marathon and running and then just all of a sudden it just clicked you know the breathing the weight on the leg the stride you know i was there for a long time you know and then i didn't run for many years you know i can't run now because my achilles tendons, but i can remember you know that moment where it took about nearly a year of learning how to run properly and stride properly and breathe into it and then sprint and come back and sprint and come back and do all these different things and once I really realized that happened it was like oh fuck that's beautiful mm-hmm. I think that's what I learned in the raw Marines and that's what keeps me going day-to-day life mate you know just sometimes my body even boxing training or wherever life's gone too much it's just like oh, don't worry sometimes your body and your mind will just take over and you don't have to stress too much and and I think that's a really really great lesson that I learned very young in life being a marine going through these things was there's something in you that's more than what you think it's bigger and stronger and it's your willpower your your the thing that made you all of a sudden do eight minute miles get back to camp shut those rounds off and get that ticket so you could carry on with the journey you were on that's that's inspiration that's not did did you pass that test the first time you did it yeah man now I don't have any troubles with, with the physical aspect of training. Commando tests for me, I was young, I was a boxer, I was really excited to do them all. I was in pain like everyone else, but it wasn't. Um, on my, on my. is it the nine-miler speed match, the six-mile speed match? What's the one in the commando test? Is it the- nine, nine miles. Nine-miler, and about two miles into that, the guy behind me <laughs> lost step, and... Um, off the, the heel of my um, my boots. So I had the heel of my boot for the next seven miles clicking. So I wasn't very happy when I, fin- <laughs> when I finished the nightmare. But Didn't that was probably the only thing that happened. I have got a
0: wicked Achilles tendon and boot story. <laughs> you are just going to love this, right? No, seriously. We wore the same boots through most of the way in training, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And by what, what nobody's telling you is by sort of the sixth or seventh month phase, they've dried out so much, they lose all their elasticity. And you're, oh, yeah. you're, yeah. you're polishing them up with dubbing and boot polish, and it makes them a bit supple, but still, it, it's lost a lot of the elasticity. And in the back of my boot, it was pushing into my Achilles, and it gave me Achilles tendonitis. So I yeah, just... me
1: definitely
0: big I had this big fat break in my Achilles swelts right all it was was the boots so for my commando tests so I got a new pair of boots which kind of helped for my final X but for the commando test I just cut the heels out of my boots so I had like sandal boots (laughs) right yeah I'd cut I just cut like the little bit that was poking into my Achilles, I cut those bits out. So I had big holes in the back of my boots. But that was actually probably good because the water would then come straight out, right? Um
1: no idea, man, if that works.
0: Did you um do you remember the shoot? You when you do the endurance course, you run back to camp, don't the you? Am-
1: yeah, I mean, you know the endurance course for me was uh was I, Chris and um, there's a guy called um um God, I'll come back to you in a minute. Um he was inspiring me. He was my training team. He was inspiring me. He was, in, was like you, he was encouraged me to get the record. But I was like, I was going for the record for the endurance course. I was other end of the scale me. I was I was pushing and striding, thinking that I could pull off the record and go for the commando medal. That was my drive. I mean, he he was in my ear every time he saw me going, Come on, you got this. And uh and I almost got it. So by the time I got to the shoot, I was quite happy to just fire it off. And uh and see where this scores were. I was like, did I do it? I didn't do it. You know, I just missed it by a little bit. So I think our experience there, you know, like you're finding it really hard. It was it was one of those things that I at seventeen, I just that was it for me. That this is what being a commando was all about, being the, the endurance course. So, so when I yeah.
0: got when I got to the rifle range and so you fire from it's not a lot, it's something like you fire from about twenty or thirty meters. And you've got to get six of 10 shots on the target. Having quickly cleaned your weapon, they let you pull it through. So you pull the barrel through with a string and a bit of cloth. You're allowed to put a little bit of oil on and that is it. You're not allowed to take your weapon apart and clean it. The idea is you should have kept it clean on the course. That's just a joke. Because you're going yeah. through those tunnels, you're just throwing the fucking thing in front of you just to get absolutely.
1: Through. Especially if there's water in those tunnels, and you've got you know dirty water up your nozzle, you can try and keep it out, but you know it doesn't always happen like that. You know? I
0: was so committed. Like I on tell stories
1: my, about dirty muzzles.
0: I was so committed. I cannot fail this now. Right, I cannot. I've done. I've I've got in in the time. You Can't fail. So when I picked up a target, <laughs> I just picked up one that hadn't been pasted over. So. For
1: those so thinking, already had shots,
0: yeah. So it already had 10 holes in it, right? And I just went and stuck <laughs> that down. You're not stupid in the military, you've got to make things if you can make things work, you make it you know. That's it,
1: that's it. You got to adapt and overcome. That was genius.
0: But the trouble is, then I had a problem, Denny, because we after the shoot we had to go and show the target to the corporal, and the guy in front of me stepped up the corporal showed him his target and the corporal went recruit so-and-so you've got 16 fucking holes on your target (laughs) (laughs) you fucking cheat right so what he'd done is he he peeled off some of the patches before he did the shoot so he ended up with 16 holes when you only get 10 (laughs) rounds he went right your fucking back troops, right? So he's putting, <laughs> he's back troop for cheating. But, oh my goodness! But I, I need to add something here. They didn't like him, Denny, and you yeah, know what? That's you the know, easy
1: way to get him out at the end.
0: If they, it wasn't that they didn't like him, it's that they didn't think this guy had what you need to have to be a Royal marine, and and they didn't want him in the Royal Marines. And that is that is fine because, as we all know, there's a certain parameters that you need yeah. to
1: fit into. That's another That's another long, long story. You know, who, who deserves to do this and who deserves to do that? But at the end of the day, same as SBS and SCS, the selection process isn't necessarily on how good a shoulder you are. It's how how do you, how will you deal with the situation that you're going to face with those guys? Yeah. And that's it. It's a character, a character you might have got in if you were five years before because it's a be on the DS team or something like that. But that's just the process, man. Some people win, some people lose, man. That's, 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 that's the life of death of, being at war and being at you know?
0: Here's the thing, you know, Denny, right? So I'm in the queue behind him. He's just got back troop for having 16 holes in his target. I've got <laughs> 20 holes in my fucking thing, right? <laughs> and I'll never forget, it was this really nice corporal called Corporal Ferguson, and he liked me. He, he liked everyone. He
1: was a really nice Irishman. I'm, I'm, I'm sure everyone was right behind you trying to get the running as well.
0: Yeah. And, um, I stepped up and I just held my target up, and he looked at it and he went, and I saw his eyes click that I obviously had more than ten holes in it, and he and he just went, well, I'm through. <laughs> you know, they're not stupid. They, they, do you know what I mean?
1: Oh so, man, um, you know, like, you learn, you, you, um, you know, you you're only in training for a short time, isn't it? It's like bringing up kids. You only have kids for a short period of time and then they're adults, you know. It's the same as us being in, in, the, in marine training. It was 30 years ago and then you march, march on with your career and, you, and you, you watch how the guys t- treat the recruits and the training programmes and that. It's hilarious, man. It's hilarious. Must, I didn't get a chance to do that job, but it, it looked, looked fun.
0: For sure. So how was your nine, nine miler doing it with one boot broken?
1: Well, I think that was probably the only um, sort of commando challenge that I found a challenge because it was it was strenuous on my on my leg, and I think I was more frustrated with the guy who was behind me who'd done it, you know, because it was after like three or four clicks of him being out of step. On such a day, you know, it's your commando test. You know, you expect everyone to sort of be at the same place as you are. So I think by him clipping my heel a couple of times, I spent the whole thing cursing him, and I can't really remember too much about it. You know, just like fucking, fucking, fucking. I think we had a no, I know we had a altercation at the end of it, but again, we both passed the commando test. It wasn't wasn't a fight. It was just. Do you remember? I was seventeen.
0: Do you remember we stopped in the middle? And they had all our drinks, bot all they had all drinks bottles. You could have a quick drink of water, and you put the bottle down, and you carried on again.
1: I can't really remember that, to be honest with you. <laughs> I got more brain cells. Did than you they? Left. Did they? Is that for sure? I don't know, man. As I said, I was seventeen. You know, I was I was really just trying my best. I was to only do what eighteen. I was nineteen by this stage. Yeah, well, I was seventeen at the stage I joined at sixteen, so I was just managing. I was just happy to be to be managing everything with the big boys, you know, and 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 get through the physical aspect of it. I certainly felt weaker, but you know, I joined, and I know this because of boxing. I joined at um, fifty-six kilos. I don't think you can even join at that that height um, weight anymore. I joined at fifty-six kilos, and by the time I went through, no, I was yeah, yeah, fifty-six, and then by the time I passed out of training. And I had a chance to box for the for the trip in the co-championships. I was 67 and a half kilos. So I put like 10 kilos on in the space of nine months. So as a young athlete, I was getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So I think like I said before, the periodization of that regime of physical fitness was ideal for my body type. Do you know what I mean because it was just thriving on the food, it was thriving on the exercise. My mind was thriving on the excitement of of doing it and getting through it. Good. I certainly, I didn't. I didn't feel. I didn't really. I didn't really feel honestly um, under pressure. I mean, going back onto the thirty mile or two, listen. And I got. I got to sort of round it down a little bit as well because I've got to go down to the doctors here in the island and get checked out for uh, this virus. Make sure my temperature's not going up and all that sort of stuff. I have got to do that once yeah. a day. Let's finish on. It. Let's Let's finish on the thirty miler. Then, how was your experience? I loved it, mate. I loved it. It was like a, I felt like I was going through the whole experience with um, with uh, um, little hairs in my back. It was just. It was such a great experience for me. Um, we I, we passed out on the 13th of October. So go back a month. It's, the, it's September. You know, it's late summer. It was just beautiful, man. I, I that was that was probably one of my best my best that was probably my best commando experience. I, I felt strong and powerful. I think everyone. I don't I don't think anyone failed that in our air troop. It was a pretty high success rate, and everyone kind of got good times as well. It was a uh, yeah. I enjoyed it. What well, about you, mate? I found that again.
0: All the speed, the march, stuff. I just found really hard, Denny. I, I'm I've got. I was just. I mean, I'm five foot seven and a half.
1: Yeah, it's
0: a um, lot of weight you know and i'm carrying man. the same weight as guys almost twice my size right
1: yeah yeah um and usually you you need to be bulky for that right gets loads of muscle on how how, how what do you know what your weight was when you joined the court
0: i was about nine and a half stone that's so really 50. light
1: about the same as me and yeah, that's about 56 kilos something like that
0: yeah and I don't think I put a lot of muscle on in training because I'm I'm always quite lean and fat-free anyway, right? I still am to I've still got the body now that I had when I was, well, you know, got maybe yeah. another inch around my stomach. But <laughs> when, when you do the triat the triathlon, it, that really keeps you trim, you know. It really gives you yeah, the body sure. body back that you had when you were you were a teenager. Quite quite bizarre, really. But yeah, I'm. Sure. I, I was frustrated on the thirty miler that just yet again, it just felt like this shit's not for me. It, it you know, and at one yeah. point, me and this other lad That's just stopped and started walking. But it was only because we were so near the end that that we didn't drop back that far enough to fail it. So it was kind of we came over that the, the last mountain that you cross. Is all these false peaks. So when you think you're at the top, uh-uh, you gotta go on again. When you think you're at the top, and you're you are fucking bull by this part of training. You just want it to be over. Your your body is drained of nutrients, of, of vitamins, of energy, of fat, of everything. You just want to get to the end, and of course, you've got to keep going up and up. And on about the second to last one, me and this guy, we just looked at each other and went, fuck it, let's just walk, you know, let's just walk at our own pace for a bit. And we did. But when I got over the hill, it was like you could just run down the hill to catch up with the other guys. So it was something like that. And then, of course, we were half a mile from the end and then you're not going to give up then. Right. And you come over that bridge at the end and all the others that are finished are there clapping you across the bridge. And, um, you know, at that point, you're a Royal Marines commando. There's nothing, you've done it now. There's, there's nothing more uh, to do, you know.
1: In life, in life, there's some anticlimaxes. I have to say, that's not an anticlimax. You know, when you get to the end of that uh, long journey and you're handed your green beret, which you've shaped previously, you know, and it's all there for you. I think that's one of, the, one of the grandest moments of my life. I, I, I enjoyed that moment more than my pass-out parade or anything else that came after it, for sure. Yeah. For sure.
0: Denny, I'm going to let late. you go. I just want to say a, a few things. First off, lots of love to you and your family. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, lots of love to everybody watching. If you've got questions, friends, put them below and Denny and I will endeavour to answer them. Or if you've Absolutely. got ideas for other podcasts you'd like us to talk about, uh, Danny, I will send you the details about tonight. To Great, yeah, on, I'll see you then. To have you on the uh, commando to, to commando live chat, and uh,
1: awesome, I'll shut up. Ciao, all right, I've got to go. Uh, hey, listen, if anyone out there has coronavirus or something like that, get well. Um, we're all thinking about you and praying for you. I've uh, ha- I have to go and get checked now because I'm on a 14 day sort of. Um, observation. So that's why I've got to quick, quickly go now with my wife down there. So good I've luck. Let me know how there. that goes. It'll uh, be all good, man. But uh, good luck. Thanks very much, Chris. It's always a pleasure, brother. And uh, speak to you soon, man. Cheers, brother. Take care. Cheers, mate. Cheers.
0: Friends, thank you for listening to the Bought the T shirt podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. And don't forget to follow me on social media. Username Chris Thrall. Instagram Chris Dockthrill. Thank you.